Strange Darkness Radio, featuring your hosts Bobby Washington and Amy Tideman. Welcome back to another episode of Strange Darkness Radio. This is the bonus edition, and I'm here with... Amy Tideman. Hello. (laughs) I would say your name, but I'm so used to Carolyn saying, don't say my name, let me say it. So uh, that's why (laughs) it's just easier. (laughs) Oh, uh, well, you have permission to say my name if you'd like to. There we go. Yeah, make it easier, (laughs) Uh, just for the delay purposes. Um, But on tonight's show, we have... I think a really great episode. We have Jessica Schultz and she has some spooky tales along with uh, just a a plethora of different paranormal um, scenarios and aspects of her life and uh, all that good stuff. But before we get into that, uh, any uh, news, Amy, or anything going on? No, I, you know, I did tell you um a few days ago i'm hanging out my mom's house where i had the paranormal experiences but i do not have anything new to report and i'm i'm happy to say that actually you may not be happy to hear that for the show (laughs) but i personally am very happy that's that's really good that's that's no that's that's actually a a good thing you don't hear any footsteps so Hopefully, whoever was there has moved on, you know, to the next Mm -hmm. realm. All right. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and let uh, Sky introduce Jessica. So let's go ahead and get into the show. Welcome to another bonus episode of Strange Darkness Radio. The supernatural world has an irresistible pull, and at times, it's we who extend our reach to connect with the unexplained, just like our guest tonight, Jessica Schultz. Jessica's lifelong fascination with the extraordinary has forged a deep connection to the other side. She's ventured into paranormal investigations, participated in extraordinary encounters, and during seances, bridges the gap to the beyond. When the night brings forth spirits and the tarot cards are unveiled, Jessica's touch seems to ignite a profound connection to ethereal realms. As we embark on this nocturnal journey into Jessica's remarkable paranormal experiences, she's also poised for a mystical adventure of her own with her podcast, Uncommon Chronicles, alongside her co-host, Denny. But before Jessica takes the leap into this new endeavor, Let's warmly welcome her to the intriguing world of Strange Darkness Radio. Welcome, Jessica. Thanks for coming on tonight's show. Oh, no. Thank you guys for having me. I'm really excited. I've been a listener. I'm a fan. Well, thank you. And I'm here. (laughs) that's awesome so uh let's get into it definitely because your background in the things and the just the from the paranormal standpoint from the you know all aspects of what you um have been doing and into is really interesting to me because um you know a lot of people especially at an early age you know kind of shy away from anything that's spooky creepy you know, and all those things. And it seems to me that you kind of took those things on head on. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about your like Charlie early childhood and what, you know, piqued your interest into, you know, the paranormal or, you know, was it a, a, an event that happened in your life? It was, um, I guess the best way I can describe it is we've all been somewhere and you have that creepy feeling like someone's watching me or I'm not alone. And I noticed when I would go to my grandmother's house, 
I, I constantly got that. And more so in what used to be my grandfather's study. Now, we had a family cabin. And one year, I was maybe five. We went up there. It was myself, my grandmother, my mom. And I slept in the room that had double beds with my grandmother. Because, yeah. you know, she was just the best. So, of course, I wanted to be with her. This is already creepy cabin in the woods, but but go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, side note, it had a really creepy basement. Oh, and wow. the, for some reason, they put a swing down there. And as a kid, of course, you want to go swing. Yeah. One thing I shied away from. <laughs> but in the double bedroom, I remember we went to sleep. Everything was fine. And for some reason, I woke up middle of the night and clear as day, clear as day, I saw my grandfather in his army uniform and obviously he was much younger than when he had passed yeah and he went over to my grandmother and gave her a kiss on the cheek wow and mm. and i'm so sorry i even get all yeah. <laughs> oh that's sweet though yeah, that yeah. Is. still still spooky and, and creepy but it well is yeah spooky and creepy but at least it was like you know yeah a, a good spooky creepy maybe i don't know how it was to you jessica but <laughs> well i wasn't so much scared he was bathed kind of in oh. it sounds very stereotypical but mm. he really was kind of had this white light this glow to him and here's the best part so you know you think maybe i imagined it maybe i was dreaming whatever i go back to sleep and the next morning I mentioned the incident to my grandmother, mm -hmm. at which she starts to tear up and says, yesterday was our anniversary. <gasps> wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh. And being that age, I, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. So, wow, that's, that's amazing. That one always stuck with me. Yeah. Do you know so how long has he she... had... Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. you're fine. Go ahead, Amy. Oh, I was going to say, have there been other, like maybe other anniversaries that maybe she has felt something or noticed something strange around that time as well? You know, it's funny you mentioned that because this is something that I, I've always regretted. I never had a problem talking to her about it and never once did she shy away from it. Did she say, oh, you're just imagining things or you're crazy? Never. So it leads me to believe that that she did have incident. Uh, incident. Um, mm -hmm. I always say that she still felt him mm -hmm. around. And again, you, you can kind of brush that off and think, okay, well, that's cliche. It's yeah. a loved one. But looking back on it um, with more adult, you know, knowledge and just knowing her, I, I feel like she actually did. And I feel mm -hmm. like she, had that connection the rest of her life mm -hmm. wow yeah. that's and amazing yes it actually, is actually here's go ahead okay Sorry. real quick i just want to ask oh. you about about this since you were young at that age <laughs> did you often see actual you know entities or ghosts or things that materialized to you that was the only apparition that i saw okay at that time mm -hmm. and other times, I just had that that feeling. Yes. So that was that, that was the only one that ever, and to this day, that was the clearest one that I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I, I did go ahead and I would think that I would see shadows in my mm -hmm. room move. And again, being young and, and your parents telling you, oh, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing in the dark. Mm -hmm. Well... <laughs> <laughs> now i know better so mm -hmm. i can look back on it but recollecting it is it's always you know a little marred um but i was gonna say when my grandmother finally passed and this was you know a, a good 20 years later mm -hmm. the day after she did i was in my parents living room and clear as day we hear Only my mom and I heard it. Yeah. So much that I got up thinking someone was at their door. 
And my dad looks at me. He's like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You didn't hear that knocking. And even my mom was like, I heard it. You hear it. And of course there's no one there. So he, he, you know, he poo-poos it. He's like, okay, you guys, I, I get it. You're grieving. Yeah. And maybe four days after that, we're sitting again in the living room and he gets up from the couch and walks over to the door. My mom and I look at each other and we're like, why did you go there? And he's like, you, you didn't hear those knocks? Mom, did you hear three knocks? And he said, yes. <laughs> and I swear. So again, I, I think that she, she clearly had a good grasp. Yeah. <laughs> good sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's pretty, that's pretty incredible. It's, um, and then, you know, a lot of people don't like to admit, you know, that, uh, they're hearing things or they'll brush it off, you know? Um, so I, I don't know if it's out of fear or out of, you know, no, it's just something else. Um, and, uh, you know, why is it that a person like you would feel something, you know, that's in a room opposed to someone next to you who, who they don't they don't feel anything they're like you know what are you talking about mm-hmm. you know and it's that's very mm-hmm. interesting it just goes to you know the whole thing about a person has this ability that um the others don't or it's not as common you know even though the, you know a lot of mediums uh say and psychics say oh everyone has the potential or has the ability, but you have to hone it. But then there are some that you just feel it. Like you, you just, you know, there's nothing that you need to do because you're always wondering like, why, why, why do I hear this? Why do I smell this? Why do I feel this? You know? That's, that's exactly it too. And I, I did, as I was growing up, like I said, that feeling of someone watching me, someone else being there, I'm not going to lie. It did creep me out sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think gave me a uh, little bit of a fear of the dark or being, you know, in a room by myself. And mm-hmm. it would just, it would kind of overwhelm me to where, you know, like it would be one of those things where like I'm running down the hall, flicking on all the lights just to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are times where I definitely kind of uh, envy <laughs> the other part of that. Mm-hmm. And not. So- after seeing that at your grandmother's house, now, were you feeling comforted that you saw your grandfather or did that kind of make you a little bit fearful every time you went over to her house? Like, what what were you thinking after that happened? It was, it, it really felt like a comforting and it just felt like a lovely experience. Yeah. He had passed when I was so young that I never got to know him. So, so that did feel good. Um, mm-hmm. But at her house, when I would go and play in his study and, you know, mess with his things that I'm sure he didn't want to be messed with, <laughs> that definitely had a different feel. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, scary things kind of came a little later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny because I, when I'm talking to people about these incidents, I you know, say to myself, oh man, you know, I wouldn't have done this or I would have done that. Right. And then I hearken <laughs> back, uh, think back, uh, to, you know, my own childhood and, you know, my encounter in various encounters. And I, it just dawned on me as you were talking, I had to, it just dawned on me that I actually wasn't scared. Like I didn't do the whole light thing. I didn't, you know, not want to go into the house or go into the room and uh, all these years and decades later, that just dawned on me that I didn't, it didn't, I didn't pay it no mind. I was more inquisitive about what is it? Let me, you know, why, you know, why did it do what it did? And how can I see it again? Or how can, you know, this exist? And, um, you know, how can this be? So that was more of my journey, you know, um, in the whole paranormal realm. So, um, so I have to stop saying that, <laughs> that I would run or that I would do this because I, I never did, you know, so that, that is interesting, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's an unbelievable story. So, um, yeah. as you, as you grew up, is, is it just something like I was speaking about to where you were just, um, you know, something that you wanted to, 
you know, get into or follow or you were, you know, curious about? Uh, completely. Um, when I was, you know, maybe let's say preteen, I was already reading books about the Warrens and oh. following, you know, every, you know, uh, little show that would pop up about, let's see, like aliens, paranormal, uh, just whatever I could get my hands on. Mm -hmm. I had a fascination with it. And it, it's funny, as I got into high school, my, my friends and I, and it was at the guidance of my friend's mother, who is very intuitive, and, and her whole family seems to be, she started us on seances. Oh, and wow. when you told me you did it, I didn't think it was that early, but okay, this is good. <laughs> yeah, actually, I have to tell you, so my first seance, this is a great this is a good one. So I was spending the night over there and I don't remember if it was, you know, because it was close to Halloween or perhaps just because she had three teenage girls in her home and she had to do something with them, but she suggested, let's go ahead and try a seance. So she lays mm -hmm. out the whole scene. We set up a couple of candles. We're at the kitchen table and she kind of calmly does almost like a meditation with us and a guided meditation and we all calm down and then she says go ahead and open your eyes mm -hmm. and let me know what you see and again clear as day i saw this little table next door it was it just had a couple of like defining characteristics about it but it was bathed in this blue light and after all was said and done i explained to her what i saw and she later told me, or after everything was done, she told me that that was a table that she had had in her bedroom growing up. So looking back on that, I kind of think it was almost her, maybe not projecting it, but since she was the one leading it, you know, that's that's what I, I picked up on Yeah, was her energy from that. So cut to, you know, maybe two or three weeks later, we all think, okay, we already did it. We can do it again. We don't need mom. We can just light a few candles. Wow. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. So we waited for their parents to go to sleep. And my friend and her older sister were there. We lit this giant candle. And I should note now that her parents always slept with the door open and were extremely light sleepers. Mm -hmm. Um we would have the TV up an extra notch and, and they would know. So we were down there and my friend's older sister starts to lead the seance. She does the same guided meditation. You know, everything's pretty much the same. Says, open your eyes. Tell me what you see. And I didn't see anything. But I became just filled with anger. Yeah. And I knew it was my own emotion. It was one where I, it, it almost had me shaking. Mm -hmm. I, I was so angry. And at the same time, my friend just burst out into tears. So it was in a matter of minutes. Everybody went from happy-go-lucky, yeah. we're all calm, and just embodied these emotions. And it, it felt horrible. So my friend's older sister decided to go ahead and, you know, shut things down. Mm -hmm. And she starts trying to, I guess, to close out the circle. And the, the light of the candle, the flame, there was no, no windows open, no fans going. Yeah. It had been burning there for a good 30 minutes. And it just flickered, went straight out. Wow. At, at which point that me and I remember I screamed bloody murder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just, oh wow. So first of all, we both felt or we all felt that we were only there for maybe 30 minutes doing this. Mm -hmm. We looked at the clock and apparently we had been sitting there for about four hours. <gasps> oh. oh my goodness. Exactly. And so by the time that I had screamed, it's about two o'clock in the morning. And there's no way her parents wouldn't. Uh, we asked them the next morning. They heard nothing. Oh, wow. That's and incredible. Wow. So th that's, that's one of my creepier 
experiences. Yeah, that is terrifying, actually. Oh, my goodness. That's very bizarre that the second time you did it when the mom wasn't there, that you had such negative energy. Right. And it, it felt like, again, almost like we didn't protect the circle yeah. good enough. Um, but like things came in. Whereas before it was just, like I said, just like open your eyes, tell me what you see. Maybe, you know, there'll be little projections. Uh, not so much this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not at all. So yeah. do you have like any idea of what that could have been? Was Is there something in that house maybe that, that could, you know, negative energy? I, I, I truly, I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. It, it felt completely random. But at the same time, it, it felt like our two emotions were connected. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what it was knew each other or, you know, were there for each other. But I didn't feel like it had any connection to us personally. It was just all around weird. Yeah, that, that's very that, interesting. That is because um, I wouldn't be concerned about possession. <laughs> that never entered mm-hmm. into you, you, you guys' mind. I, not again, not at the time. Yeah. We were just so like, hey, let's try this. Mm-hmm. This sounds like fun. Yeah. And looking back, yeah. <laughs> we exactly. were probably very. When you tried to close the circle, it actually worked opposed to leaving the entity, you know, in the home or attached to to one of you guys. So, yeah. Yes, definitely. I'm curious, did the sisters ever try to do that when you weren't there, like with their mom on their own or even without the mom when you weren't there and like what their experiences were like then? Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, So the older sister, she actually is is very psychic and she does her own thing and they have a live stream seance every halloween are you serious yeah what okay can she like come on the show (laughs) that and fascinating or we need to pipe into their live stream that's crazy so uh in a crazy in a good way not crazy in a bad way uh because i just find it very interesting um Mm -hmm. so so they don't get attachments they don't they don't they're they're not concerned with you know things being let out that can't be put back no um especially as so first of all the mom's still a part of those seances so wow. she's, she's um, but my wow. friend and as she's gotten older and kind of honed her own i guess skills yes and embraced her own intuitiveness and mediumship, she's learned how to go ahead and fully protect herself. Wow. That's she's good. really, you know, the circle of white light, mm-hmm. uh, banishing that should not be attached to me. Mm-hmm. She's She's got the tools now. Yeah. But um, that's pretty cool. Then I think it was just dumb luck. Yeah. <laughs> we were just mm-hmm. very lucky. <laughs> so. So um, they're basically channeling things like um, because, you know, you know, it, it, do they allow themselves to be possessed to say what's happening or, or who they're talking to or what's going on? Or is it something that is just, uh, you know, how do they get the, the information from what they're experiencing, the, you know, whatever entity or thing is in that circle? Right. She she calls it downloads. Mm-hmm. She'll actually say that someone will pop up and and sometimes they're very clear yeah. as to who they are. And and other times, you know, a little bit more mysterious, there's some, you know, back and forth. But she she definitely opens up that connection. And it, I guess she just sets a good ground rule before starting mm-hmm. and she takes it in. And, and honestly, sometimes afterwards she will be really drained, Yeah, mm-hmm. like physically drained. Um, there's times where, you know, it just takes it out of her. And there's other times where it was like, wow, that was, that was nice. Mm-hmm. It was good for them to pop in. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Have you um, partaked <laughs> of any of those uh, current seances, or you 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 don't do that no more? Uh, you know, I haven't done an actual guided seance mm-hmm. since. Okay. But 
occasionally I'll pop in on hers and she does have something called drunk tarot. And it originated because Mm -hmm. she's amazing at doing tarot cards. I can only really do it after I've had a drink or two. And then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, so now I feel a bit more open. So that also, I think, speaks to the fact that I'm not very comfortable Mm -hmm. with letting something come in and channel me. So so Mm -hmm. I have that block up. Um, and perhaps that just helps break that inhibition down a bit. Yeah. But every time that I've read tarot cards in that manner, uh, they've been pretty spot on. Wow. So that's mm. our, our drunk tarot story. <laughs> <laughs> that is, so um, so, so I then have, we need to have. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Amy. <laughs> I was going to say, so we're going to have to. Um, have Jessica have a few drinks and then come back next time and then give us like a, a tarot reading, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I expected to see a, a YouTube video that you were going to point me to of your junk, drunk tarot card reading because uh, that, that would be that would be pretty awesome. You might want to add that to your repertoire of your you know podcast. But uh, that, that's pretty amazing. But um, so... In so being that you were exposed to all this, um, I won't call it the dark side of things because you know, um, it's not, it, it, you know, a lot of people refer to uh, the dark side if you're doing, you know, something that's dark in the sense of calling up demons or you know, um, trying to, you know, allowing yourself to be possessed, um, you know, just stuff like that, meaning you're allowing entities and, uh, by allowing yourself to be possessed, meaning you don't know what you're doing when you bring them in to what the outcome could possibly be. So it's, so you weren't going that route, but you still were diving deep into, you know, the, um, the paranormal. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't dabble in, I guess we'll call it the dark arts or dark occultism. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think one has their own, own, it's a sliding scale. Because I know some people think anything occultish is. Exactly. Because you're already. Yes. Because what happens is if you're, you're saying, okay, I'm calling my, I'm trying to get in contact with my grandfather or a friend, a loved one who passed and people will say, well, that's a demon. It's not really a loved one. It's um, acting like a loved one because that's what you want it to, um, you know, to call. So therefore it takes the form, you know, uh, from your mind or from what you feel and it transforms that. Which again, I don't think, I, I don't really believe that. I, I do think there is, um, there are those entities out there for sure. But um, I do believe there are ghosts. I do believe there are are people who pass who aren't done with life or, you know, don't want to go to the other side for whatever reason. And uh, they fight it. Like I probably would do that, but, um, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, so I think there's that part of it. So do you um, go down these avenues because you're trying to find out that question or why do you go down those avenues? This is going to sound almost cliche, but I felt pulled. Okay. I feel like I didn't necessarily seek it out. Um, and I know it sounds silly after I said, oh yeah, I, I wanted to know everything about it. Yeah. And I and I did these seances. But past that, and that, I, that was curiosity. Mm-hmm. Past that, everything that has happened, I really feel came to me. And to the point where I couldn't ignore it anymore. And so I just felt, let me go ahead and embrace this. Yeah. Let me actually explore it a little bit. And I've had, speaking of the friend that I did the seance with, she has since passed. Oh, wow. And I have felt her come in. And never once have I, have I called upon her yeah. or have I the channel her. Yet there are things that will happen. And not only do I just feel like someone's there, but I know it's her. And there Mm. will be things like little, you know, inside jokes. 
and all of a sudden I'll see something about that or or songs that we would always listen to or I associate with her will pop up on the radio mm-hmm. out of nowhere. So I, I, that's how I kind of attribute that to those people. But I think you're very right. I don't know for sure. I, I don't think we know for sure. Yeah. No matter what what technology we have, what feelings we have, I mean, I feel very confident, Yeah. but, you know, who's to say when I, you know, head over to the other side of the veil, I'm not just completely surprised <laughs> and find out that, no, that wasn't you this whole time. Exactly. So. Exactly. So, uh, um, you know, I'm sorry to hear about your friend. Um did you guys happen to have any type of pact to where if I go before you go, I, you know, I'll, you know, say or do this? It wasn't, I think it was an unspoken pact. Okay. It's, I feel like, um, you know, I, I honestly feel that we were soulmates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it just felt like the other half of me. And the funny thing there is that, we became friends very, very randomly. Um, we met in high school and it was actually a month or two in. We hadn't, we had, you know, knew of each other, but didn't necessarily seek each other out to be friends. And, and there was just this random incident. And all of a sudden we began talking and it just sparked and we were friends, you know, biggest thieves ever since. Wow. But cool. our family had known each other for about two or three generations before and were intertwined and we had no idea. Mm. So it all like, because there is that pull because there was that connection that, and she knows that I would want to know. Yeah. What about, um, that's amazing. Um, I'm curious about, how about the mother and the sister? Have they had any feelings of her coming to, you know, send them messages or anything like that? All the time. And, mm-hmm. and more often than not, what's funny is it's usually sarcastic. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like sometimes mm-hmm. loving and it's wonderful. And I'm so glad she was here. That was comforting. And other times like, well, you know, she kind of came in and was like, okay, well, you're being stupid yeah. about this or, you know, <laughs> just, basically the same thing she would say in life and it's a little like you know tap on the shoulder Mm -hmm. and thinking to uh bobby what you were saying about people passing over or fighting the light my theory there is that i think you can do both i i I think both of them are true Mm -hmm. like there are definitely people who do not want to go but i also feel like you can go and if you have you know maybe just that deep connection. Like, let's say you saw a child here or, or, you know, another loved one, or there was something traumatic. Mm-hmm. I feel like pop back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least I hope you can, you know, that's I like, yeah. I think that's very comforting to think of it that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's so yeah. true. Opposed to getting sucked in a machine that's on the moon by aliens, pulling souls and trapping them. No, that's another podcast. But mm-hmm. um, anyways. Um, the but, uh, image I got with that. <laughs> so um, now you didn't go back to the seance side, but you did go to the investigative side of uh, the paranormal, um, which is very yes. intriguing and something that I'm thinking about diving into myself. And um, so you know, have you guys, you know, one, how long have you been doing investigations? I would say a good 20 years now. Oh, wow. And, and time. that, but it's not like I'm going out every yeah, weekend exactly. and, and doing it, but you know, here and there, I, I've definitely been doing it. And it, it started with, there was this por- Portuguese hall mm-hmm. in the town that I grew up. And every year we would have this festival, the Holy Ghost Festival. And this place was haunted beyond belief. And we had several incidents there. So when we got older and 
we asked to actually, you know, can we just have the keys and go there when it's, you know, dark and everybody's gone? And they thought we were responsible enough to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, and we started really kind of poking around at investigating. And it, I guess I just caught the bug. So, <laughs> so um, have you, um, you know, do you guys do EVPs and all that good stuff? What's, yes. Yeah. Because EVPs, rods, um, the EMF meter. Oh, you do the dousing rods? Spirit box. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, cause I don't see that much, that too often anymore these days. Um, so how, ha- how is it that, um, cause I know they use for water. Um, is it for energy? Like what's the concept with using the dousing rods? Uh, the dousing rods that I use are actually, they're copper. Oh, okay. And, and it just sort of, honestly, I just enjoy it. And yeah. I think it's, a nice, it's a physical way to actually get an answer back. Okay. Uh, granted, you know, EVPs, you hear it, the spirit box, you hear it, mm-hmm. um, EMF meter, you can still gauge exactly. it. But it, so, I so think it's it, just it, one but, of those. But the concept is, is it that it's drawing the energy from the, the being, if, if something's in front of you or in that particular area? Well, the way I use it is I'll hold them in both hands and I'll ask base questions. And if it has, or I'll even, you know, just ask something that has nothing to do with anything there, nothing I want to know, nothing I think they'll answer. Yeah. And I can see that it's a, almost like a control question. Mm-hmm. So I can see them. And from there, I'll continue to ask questions. And I usually say, and they're, they're yes or no questions for the most part. I'll ask for, you know, if they cross, that's a yes. If they stay still, that's a no. And I've gotten great results with that. The only other thing I'll do sometimes is, can you point me in a direction of where I should go look mm-hmm. or, you know, where I should stay away? And it's useful for that, too. In the middle of the night, it's really cold. You're in pitch mm-hmm. darkness. And, <laughs> and then something, anything touches me, I'd probably scream. But, you know. <laughs> oh, just, I do. What's That's that? what's so funny. As curious as I am and how yeah. much I enjoy I'm still a scaredy cat. So. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's oh, Bobby. You did say you were drawn to it and you wanted that stuff to happen, didn't you? Say that <laughs> so. well, you know, like I said, I'm thinking about it, but uh, so, so when you've gone to these particular places to investigate, you haven't come up on like a dark shadow or something that you know showed its presence to you guys. I wouldn't say anything definitively. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. There are times where it's like, did that shadow just move? Yeah. I don't know. But more so, what we do get is like we'll set down an object and both of us will walk away from it. And we walk back, or you know, anyone who is there investigating with us, no one's near said object. You come back and it's moved or yeah. it's askew. And uh, the biggest one is you're you know like let's say you're upstairs and you hear bangs and things crashing and falling downstairs and the second you go down there there's physical evidence of it yeah but you know for a fact that no one was there so those are are i guess the more telltale signs for me yeah that's true that's true that that happens a lot and people don't realize it because you'll you'll be in a room even in your home and you know, you'll hear a particular sound or something will fall and you'll say to yourself, oh, I just I must have placed it too close to the edge. And so you'll make an excuse, up, you know, for why, you know, that occurred or happened. And then you got your grandpa with his finger going, ooh, trying to push this thing off just to get your attention. And you have no clue. And he's so disappointed. Um, but uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and take a break and uh, we'll be back. for listening to strange darkness radio we value your thoughts and opinions and we want you to be a part of our show you can call our strange darkness radio hotline at 916-741-3032 or email us at strange darkness radio at gmail.com to share your stories or ideas 
For more updates and exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at Strange Darkness Radio, Twitter at SD Radio, and Facebook at Strange Darkness Radio to join our ever-growing Strange Darkness Radio family. Stay connected with us, and together let's keep the mystery alive. Now back to the show. So, Jessica, the question I have for you is, like, when you thought about creating a, or making a, a podcast, was it because of your investigations? Was it because of the knowledge that you want to bring to the table? Or is your podcast even paranormal related? You know, because a lot of people do, they're into paranormal, but they'll They'll do conspiracy theory. They'll do just all kind of other avenues. True crime, that's like the biggest thing going right now. I love true crime podcasts. Um, no, this, it's going to have some paranormal in it, but I noticed as I kept exploring and reading different things, it would kind of lead me down a rabbit hole mm-hmm. of different creatures or, you know, this, you know, there's, you know, three different types of Bermuda triangles and <laughs> all sorts of things that I had no idea about. Yeah. And I'm like, how, how have I never heard of this before? And it just kind of hit me because I enjoy listening to those things. I enjoyed learning about this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it would be fun to put that out there. And it's, it's almost... I don't want to call it like an educational podcast, but it's to go ahead and just kind of get the word out there. And Denny and I are going to discuss our thoughts on it because he is primarily the skeptic. And it's funny because that's always good to have had some now and he's not, not open to it. Yeah. That'll be interesting. So then with your different viewpoints, you can get like a lot of good debates going on that podcast. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you mm-hmm. haven't taken him on an investigation or, you know, had him sit in on a seance. <laughs> well, I, here's what's funny. So we were recently in New Orleans and he doesn't believe in it, doesn't believe in it, doesn't believe in it. But we get to the voodoo shops mm-hmm. and in there i'm gonna walk across the street <laughs> if you get anything from here you leave it outside of the house and i'm like so you don't believe but you believe enough yeah <laughs> and we've started we've had some some things happen here at the house oh okay that he's he's seen and and i i notice he's kind of coming around mm-hmm. because he'll tell me the incident and he will even say, like, that's that was really weird. Yeah. Rather than before, he would have just been like, ah, oh, no, of course, it was because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, did, did you hear that? I mean, uh, uh, maybe maybe <laughs> I saw it wrong. Well, maybe you didn't. <laughs> so... Yeah, that's that's really that's really cool. That's that's a good thing, you know, uh, you know, about, you know, doing podcasts and all that stuff. You're able to, you know just delve into different avenues and as you go through it whether it's episode whether it's how many you do you kind of shift your perspective and your ideas and when you hear other people whether some you know someone comes on your podcast or you the research that you're doing you're like oh I didn't know that now this explains that it just it's it's um it, it's it's just real informative and it it kind of helps you reshape your opinion one way or the other, you know, cause there are times and things that I, you know, be- thought I believe. And then I'm like, Hmm, I don't know if I believe that anymore or I have a different skew on it after, you know, doing the show. So that, that definitely is um, pretty cool. So do you have an idea of when you guys are going to launch your uh, show? Our, our dream date was Halloween, oh, but okay. now more re- I'm looking at before December. Oh, okay. So we're giving extra month to kind of hammer out the logistics Mm -hmm. and get things up right. Okay. Well, that's, that's cool. And I, you know, like I said, you can even come back on around the time 
just to talk about it and, uh, you know, to uh, let people know, you know, when it's coming out and everything else, because I just think um, it'll be highly fascinating. And all the experiences that you've gone through and had is just, you know, a lot, there's a lot there um, for you to, um, you know, have knowledge about and uh, to be opened about, because a lot of people aren't, you know, oh, I did a seance, this, or this happened, or that happened. You know, everyone's kind of quiet when it comes to certain things. You know, you find out uh, the school teacher is like a, you know, a dark witch, and, uh, you know, she doesn't <laughs> tell anybody. And uh, But you heard it on a podcast, so that's, you know, that's not usually how it goes. <laughs> but... Um, oh, I can do that. What's that? <laughs> I said, oh, I can think of a few teachers that I'm sure were witches now. Yeah, no, it's you'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised about uh, the um, the covenant out there. And uh, but you know, there are good witches, and there are witches you don't want to piss off. But um, <laughs> but uh, in 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 doing you know um, your investigations and. Um, delving into all these particular things have you ever uh got into the ouija board or did you know something on scene like that as far as in a during an investigation no uh that's that's actually something that i don't mess with oh interesting (laughs) i had the old park brothers version when i was you know maybe nine or ten and i would take that to sleepovers and so i have done it a few times but i think the more that i read and the more that i learned Mm -hmm. and then the more i experienced i didn't really want to use that conduit because for some reason i and and perhaps it's simply because you know i could be ignorant about it Mm -hmm. i just feel that maybe it is more of an open channel and Mm -hmm. easier to be deceived and lead to possession Mm -hmm. so i personally just don't but i have you know i i think if you do use it and you're you know you understand how to protect yourself and you're more knowledgeable about it more power to you yeah i i I do find it fascinating it's just not something i personally exactly i've never i never have delved into the ouija board i don't think i would go down that path Mm. um because again you never know but um, a lot of people do it. I, I had a uh, prior co-host and he was a, a, a Ouija board fanatic growing up and through his, you know, uh, early uh, adulthood, he uh, delved into the Ouija board and he he had some serious um, things go on. So I, I definitely can see that part. But then you also will have the people say, wait a minute, seance and calling up people in circles. You know, that's kind of like, wait, where's, you know, like, isn't that the same thing? But you know, because of the whole thing they say too, um, you you if a, if a, another entity, because again you don't know whether it's a true ghost or a demon, but you know there are people like yourself that can feel the difference uh, between those two. They say you're never supposed to say their name. They're never supposed to tell you their name, and um, right. you know because of the power that their names hold. So, um, so yeah, that's interesting. That's, uh, that whole concept to me, you know, I haven't, I've never done any of those things. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I I would think, like you said, I think I would sit in a seance before I would do a Ouija board. I think, I think that would, you know, I'd I'd be down for that because I can get out of the room quickly opposed to whatever I'm doing on the board (laughs) and it just grabs your hands and says, you're, I'm coming, I'm coming with you. So, um, you know, <laughs> what about you, Amy? Um, yeah, actually, when I was in seventh grade, I did used to play dun, with dun, dun. a Ouija board. And now I'm thinking, wow, she just kept that a that's secret, people. Why I, just for the record. I, actually, yeah, no, Wait, I, Jessica, I didn't think of that until just show. now. Maybe that's why I had, yeah, How if many you listen to my story. Not one time has she mentioned <laughs> Messing with the Ouija board. I See, actually this is what these podcasts do. No, they bring out all this stuff when you do them. Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. Amy. Well, nobody asked me about it. So, yeah, I, this is the first time anyone uh, asked me. But, yes, me I, I did play with Ouija boards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, um. Yeah. 
Okay, good. No, go ahead and say your your little spiel now, but we'll definitely be getting into a, a episode exclusively about that. I might even bring Tony back on. <laughs> but go ahead. Jeez. Uh, no, I, me, yeah. me continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear about this Ouija oh. board just a little bit. Just just give him a little bit. I mean, I don't have a whole lot so to share. I just remember think, in seventh grade. Okay, let me ask you this question about it. Since you did it, we won't go into detail right here, but. Do you mm-hmm. think it it's uh, it's something that you don't play with, or you had an adverse effect, or um, you would never do it again because of an experience that you had? I yeah, um, not because of the experience that I had, but just because of the knowledge that I have about them now. I would never ever play with a Ouija board ever again. Um, you know, my kids have asked me for Ouija boards. Ooh. I said, heck no. <laughs> I said, never in my house will anyone play with the Ouija board. I said, if you turn 18 and you move to your own home, you can have your Ouija board there. With the rock music and rap music, none of that stuff in my house. But yet she listened and did all that. Dang, (laughs) that's cool. That's cool. But I I get you. Trust me. I I didn't know back then, though. I didn't know it was such a thing. So I know that now. So you know, they should. I'm not going to encourage them to use a Ouija board just because I I played with a Ouija board. (laughs) That is true. That is true. But you survived it. You didn't, you don't have any attachments and, uh, you know, we, we, we haven't heard really yet what your experience was with it, but, um, stay tuned for that one. But, uh, but yeah, that's interesting. That's good to know. Um, any more, uh, things that you're keeping in the closet? No, I'm just, just, but we'll, we'll find those out because as you do a podcast, Things come out and things uh, get exposed. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I kept that. That from was you. so funny. <laughs> She's like, I, you know what? <laughs> I've been in a cult. Anyways, um, <laughs> sorry, people. Yeah. This is a bonus episode. It's fun. That's what we're doing. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. So, um, so Jessica, in the process of uh, everything that you do, what is your next? Uh, you know, besides the podcast thing you want to conquer in dealing with the, you know, down the paranormal rabbit shoot, like a particular place you want to investigate or, you know. Um, oh, I have a laundry list. Yeah. And since, uh, since I've moved and now I'm closer to some of these locations, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're bucket list items. I think the next one that we are talking about going to is going to be the Bell Witch Cave. Oh. And and that's that creepy. People will not enter the yeah. cave, so I will be alone there. Oh, <laughs> You're wow. going to go there alone? Oh my goodness. We're both going to go. I think I'm just the only one that's going to walk inside the cave. <laughs> oh, okay. That just sounds scary. Yeah. You know, it it does. And again, I, <laughs> I have this conversation with myself so many times. I'm like, you're so curious about it. Yet I know like if a bat falls down mm-hmm. and starts flying at me, or I see anything move in the dark, I am going to scream and run back mm-hmm. out and trip on some rocks. That's cool. Just so, make, sure, <laughs> make sure you get it on video. Make sure. <laughs> or, or live stream. Either way, just make sure you get it on video. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. Do you guys use uh, night, um, like, uh, what's it, lens flare cameras when you uh, investigate? Or do you just... Uh... Yeah, we use uh, the night vision goggles. Uh, not goggles, I'm sorry. Night vision camera. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Just to see. Have you ever captured any type of figures or anything with that? Not, not yet. Not yet? Not yeah, yet. Well, that's what I was about but... to say, because going to the Bell Witch Cave, I mean... Again, you're you're on that path, so it's just a matter of, you know, uh, the right time and right place, you know, because it's funny how that that does work as far as you know, the you know the energy in the air, the you know it just rained or it's about to rain. It's sometimes it's the elements um, that create that particular, you know, um, space um, to for an entity or someone to you know to to uh, manifest because. Um, you know, a lot of times they're trying to go off of the energy around them or the energy of you. And a lot of the times there's nothing on because it's dark. There's no, there's no power. You're usually in an abandoned place. 
Right. Now, that's something I always say on all of these investigations is I am my favorite tool. Yeah. Because just no matter what you have, if you're not, I think also if you're not in the right headspace Mm -hmm. for it, then, and granted, I'm saying this and I'm sure there are some people out there that never want anything to happen and it really just barrels right at them. (laughs) But if you go in for an investigation, I think you have to kind of, you know, want to see this and and provide Mm -hmm. that energy for it. But that being said, I've also heard stories about people going to the Waverly Hills, which is supposed to be uber haunted. And, and they walk away not having any experience. Exactly. And then other people are seeing the crawler come at them. So I, I think that up until this point, just with this particular equipment, we maybe weren't in the right spot. It mm. wasn't the right day. Yeah. They were tired. But <laughs> I, I'm hoping. That I'm veil hoping wasn't open. Case. That slice that they're able to manipulate or get through. Um, you know, or that, you know, the time, you know, because again, it's it's so funny. We're so human. And what I mean by that is uh, time, you know, whether the the Mayan concept and clock of time, whether it's uh, time itself, we created these hours of time, you know, to tell, you know, the, the day and uh, meet me here at this time, so on and so forth. But the other side doesn't know our concept of the 12 o'clock, 10 o'clock. You know, so, um, so yeah, so it's very, it's very interesting on how, you know, all this, you know, plays out and works, but, um, right. anything else you want to talk about before we, uh, in this, uh, bonus episode of this podcast? Oh, I think, I think I've spilled enough today, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really good, really all informative. Right. And, uh, People are going to be just waiting with bated breath for your for your podcast and to see what happens, you know, on your investigations, because uh, that's always cool. But go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. no I was just going to say I'll, I'll hold a little back. And then when I come back on, once the podcast actually launches yeah. or we you know, go to the cave, I will have to tell you guys all about it. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Definitely. <laughs> Well, this was a bonus episode was very, this bonus episode, I should say, was very interesting learning that Amy has uh, dabbled into the dark arts. And uh, (laughs) as we continue other various different podcasts, we'll learn more about Amy's background. That's what we'll explore. But, uh, but Amy, you know, definitely. Thanks. Thank you for joining me uh, on tonight's show. Any uh, last words or anything? Um, just thank you, Jessica. I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. I mean, I think you have a lot of interesting stories and experience, and I'm definitely going to be um, listening to you when, when that episode hits. So, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. We have to do like a joint podcast. It'd be pretty cool. Back to back. That'd be great. Awesome. All right. Well, again, mm -hmm. oh, no, you're welcome. Yeah. Can you um, uh, in show description, I'll put all your information, but can you tell people where they can find you, Jessica? Oh, yes. Uh, Right now, I am just on Instagram as me um, as mess 40. But coming soon, we will actually have the podcast um, Instagram and we're thinking about setting up a Patreon with it as well, possibly. We'll see. But that's going to be under Uncommon Chronicles Pod. Perfect. Can't wait. All righty. It's been an informative night. You guys, we will see you later for the next. <laughs> Jessica's laughing because she's like, yeah, Bobby just found out some information that he did not know about. <laughs> But um, anyways, I got to I got to ask Carolyn, like, uh, have you ever, uh, you know, anyways, but uh, anyways, I digress. It was a great episode. Good, good um, levity on tonight's show. And uh, can't wait for the next one. Good night. We've had a fantastic time on tonight's bonus episode, and we appreciate you joining us. If you have your own strange and eerie experiences to share on our show, please reach out to us via email at strangedarknessradio at gmail.com 
or by calling our hotline at 916-741-3032. We're eagerly awaiting your stories. Until next time, stay tuned for more. We get it on.